Hi there, welcome back. Let's see what's going on in Midas Touch. Why Michael Cohen reacts to Trump and GOP complete chaos. Put a dry towel in the dryer. Thanks for 112k. Why would you put a dry towel in the dryer? You mentioned one, and you know. I won't take it in that direction purely because he's someone who wants and craves attention. I don't need to give him any more of it. But one of the issues is, is that, you know, of many, is that someone who calls themselves Cat Turd 2, who's the big right-wing influencer, this is who Elon spends his time engaging with, who's now verified, who the algorithm pushes out to, Lots of people on your For You page capture. On the other hand, on a whim, Elon Musk removes a verification badge from... There's something that makes me absolutely certain that Cat Turd is Steve Bannon! Exclamation point. I bet you anything. ...for times, and the New York Times doesn't have verification. So when you start treating Cat Turd... Do anything that cat turd is Steve Bannon exclamation point. A right wing MAGA Said I bet you anything that cat turd is Steve Bannon. Way as the New York Times, and you conflate those two things. You know, I think it's it's very problematic. And going to the theme of this episode, that is why the MAGA Republicans want to diminish the New York Times and the Washington Post, and they do want to diminish real reporters. The same way that you have Jim Jordan, who runs the Judiciary Committee. You know, Jim Jordan is basically a cat turd. When you think about it, he is a cat turd running the Judiciary Committee. The same way their news is run by cat turds, their judiciary is run by cat turds, and the people they want to elect to the highest office and give their nuclear codes are cat turds. And we have to ask ourselves, as, as the country, you know, a very pointed question, are we, a con are we a country of law and order, of intelligence, of compassion, or are we a country of cat turds? Because I refuse to be a country of MAGA Republican cat turds. And so does Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. If we pull up this lawsuit that Alvin Bragg filed, again, it is for injunctive relief, meaning it is Alvin Bragg asking the federal court to block the subpoena by these MAGA Republicans controlling the House Judiciary Committee trying to pry into secret grand jury deliberations to subpoena Mark Pomeranz for testimony. Um, and the uh, lawsuit, by my counting, it's a 50-page lawsuit, but it has 22 of the social media posts that are, that are throughout this. So, you know, he, uh, Alvin Bragg talks about the photo where Donald Trump has the baseball bat, 
Alvin Bragg talks about the photos where Donald Trump is calling Bragg Soros funded. He's posting all of the Kevin McCarthy posts. And look, the introduction of the lawsuit pretty much tells the full story of the lawsuit, which is the district attorney, Alvin Bragg Jr., brings this action in response to an unprecedentedly brazen and unconstitutional attack by members of Congress on an ongoing New York State criminal prosecution and investigation of former President Donald J. Trump. Beginning on March 20th, 20, 2023, Jim Jordan, chairman of the House Committee of the Judiciary, began a transparent campaign to intimidate and attack District Attorney Bragg, making demands for confidential documents and testimony from the District Attorney himself, as well as his current and former employees and officials. Two days after Mr. Trump was arraigned on a 34 felony count in New York State Supreme Court, Chairman Jordan and the committee served the subpoena on Mark Pomerantz, a former special assistant district attorney who participated in an investigation of Mr. Trump and his businesses. The subpoena seeks to compel Pomerantz to testify in a deposition on April 20, 2023. Chairman Jordan's demands include his subpoena, including included his subpoena to Mr. Pomerantz, seek highly sensitive and confidential local prosecutorial information that belongs to the office of the district attorney and the people of New York. Basic principles of federalism and common sense, as well as binding Supreme Court precedent, uh, forbid this from happening. And the next thing is You know, Ben, I was talking to a buddy of mine. Uh, he's a friend of mine since I was like 11 years old. He has this product. And it was funny because I wanted to send it to Jim Jordan. It's a um, salt based. It's he teamed up with Morton Salt. It's like a salt based cleaner that's uh, you know helps to get rid of COVID and and all this cat turd shit and all that. I wanted to send like a fifty pound, a fifty gallon drum, right, and literally just drop it on top of him so that you know maybe it would wash some of the stupidity off because this is legitimately some of the stupidest things I have ever seen anybody do. In my entire life, this is not this is not just some idiot cat turd or this isn't somebody who is a, you know, a far right wing MAGA maniac. We're talking about a member of Congress. I'm trying to put this into people's heads. We just saw what happened in Tennessee, right, where they uh, put back, uh, you know, uh, Congressman Jones uh, after bringing up because he was angry about another shooting, this one, of course, affecting his district and so on. And so they started to protest. And this was so insulting to the Republicans, to these snowflakes. It was so insulting that they had to then throw him out to remove him from his seat. I mean, it was only until the constituents, the 75,000 or so, really took to the streets and started to protest. This is such a good sign for us, Brigaders. This is what I try to impress upon, you know, um, every single week as we get together twice a week and we talk about it. Could you imagine if that brigade did not get together for the benefit of these two ousted members of Congress and especially ousted for what? All right. Not like Jim Jordan attacking a witness, meaning myself, at a House Oversight Committee hearing. Not Jim Jordan now attacking uh, Congress members Raskin, uh, Goldman, 
uh, or, um, or Steve Cohen, who want to talk about how the Trump administration weaponized, right, um, was weaponized by Donald Trump and Bill Barr to go after critics and people that they had issues with. Now, we're talking about three members of Congress who, in protest over yet another senseless shooting and more death, all right, used by, you know, by somebody who unfortunately has some real mental issues and somehow manages to get himself the weapon of choice, the good old AR-15, all right? This, to me, doesn't make any sense at all. And that's why this brigade, which is growing, thanks to all of you, week after week after week, we're really growing. And it's why I keep asking you, make sure you tell your friends to join us, be a part of this brigade, because come 2024, can you imagine how big our brigade is going to be and how we are going to help to ensure that the right person ends up in office, whether it's Joe Biden or a different Democrat, to ensure that the likes of a Donald Trump or a Donald Trump 2.0 never sees the inside of the Oval Office, ever. And that's the importance of stuff like Midas Touch Network. It's the importance of political beatdown. I don't want this to sound like an infomercial. This is a call for action. This is where we truly need your help to grow so that when we speak, we speak on behalf of the many, many millions of brigaders that are part of this political beatdown, you know, um, brigade. That's the only way that we can now ensure that stupid shit like the Dobbs decision, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, the now the, uh, the way that it's affect cases like the Bivens case uh, or, you know, any of the other multitude of ridiculous stuff that's coming out of D.C. We need to ensure that these people are not representing us or representing our country. It's a disgrace. I want to show you some clips over the weekend. Bill Barr uh, made his rounds and Donald Trump was attacking Bill Barr and Bill Barr was saying that um, Donald Trump can't control himself. And there's a broader point I want to make on Bill Barr and it kind of goes along with the old expression, you know, first they came for this group and I thought I was fine because I wasn't that group. Then they came for this group and I thought I was fine because I wasn't part of that group. And then they came for me. And whether you're Bill Barr or Jim Jordan and DeSantis, who, by the way, Donald Trump is saying right now, DeSantis is a Soros-backed governor. That's on Donald Trump's social media platform as well. So it's like DeSantis is using your Soros-backed and Trump's saying, no, you're Soros-backed. They're ultimately all going to come for you when you are a part of that dangerous cult. You mentioned those Tennessee lawmakers, you know, and, and, and it gets even deeper because they weren't members of Congress, right? Those were the local lawmakers in the Tennessee House of Representatives, which is very, very, very right wing, where there is a Republican MAGA style supermajority there that is putting out all of these heinous policies. And you saw all of the young voters in Tennessee that are just completely and utterly outraged. We should note that in 2024, there's going to be close to 20 million new Gen Z voters. And I think overwhelmingly will be skewing for the Democratic Party for the reason that the Democratic Party is just supporting compassionate uh, policies, you know equality. Ben, let's, not, 
then let's not take that for granted, my brother. All right? Let's not take that for granted. The only way that we know that the significant group of the Gen Zers, while we believe because Gen Zers are more open, they are smarter as a generation. Each generation gets smarter than the one before. But, you know, you can never take anything for fact uh, until, you know, we ensure that they are part of um, the democratic strategy to ensure that we change the mistakes that are being made on a daily basis um, by these Republican uh, members of Congress. And, you know, a lot of people will turn around and say, oh, you know, you're constantly pushing the brigade and so on. I can't tell you how important it is um, not just to join into an organization, to a group, but to vote. The apathy for voting in this country, despite the fact, you know, when Trump was running, there was less of it, but the apathy to voting because some people start. I, I heard this the other day from a friend of mine, and it really pissed me off something fierce. When he turned around, he said, I'm not even going to vote in 2024. He goes, it's going to be Trump and Biden. You got a guy who has dementia and then a guy who's a narcissistic sociopath. So either way, it's no good. And I scratch my head and I say, you know, it's that sort of apathy that got Trump elected in the first place. It's the reason why someone like George Santos was able to swindle his way into Congress. We can't allow that to happen. And whether it's, you know, you are part of that Gen Z group, bring in other Gen Zers, right? Make sure that they understand what's really, what's really on the table. And what's really on the table is democracy and the future of this country. Couldn't agree more with you, Cohen. I got to show you these uh, videos at Barr and get your reaction, especially given the uh, history there. But first, let's take this quick break. And now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Roan. If you're like me, you understand the pains of finding out what to wear. Let's face it, most clothes are uncomfortable or too tight or never actually the size that you really are, and not to mention the annoyance of trying to put together a good outfit. And when you finally do have a good fit, you can only wear it for a few hours before you have an important meeting or dinner, and then you have to change. Everyone wants to dress their best and look good at all times because, frankly, it's a confidence booster. So here's the deal. Men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man. And here's why. Roan helps you get ready for any occasion with the commuter collection, which offers the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, and polos. You never have to worry about what to wear when you have the Roan commuter collection. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way, from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. It's time to feel confident without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the products. It's that easy. With the Gold Fusion Anti-Odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. I absolutely love Roan. This has truly become my go-to commuter fit. We're on the move a lot, whether it's jumping from meeting to meeting or catching a flight or an important dinner. 
the Roan Commuter Collection has never let me down. The versatility and overall comfort of the collection is undefeated. And even after I wear it all day, I still feel super fresh because of that gold fusion anti-odor technology. The Commuter Collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. So right now, head to roan.com slash Cohen, that's C-O-H-E-N, and use promo code Cohen to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E dot com slash Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, and use code Cohen. It's time to find your corner office. And now, back to the video. Welcome right. back to political. Cool. Cool. Uh, you know, Rowan makes some really, really good, good clothes. Yeah, they do. They, it they feels do. great on you. Cohen, I want to show you three things now in order, and then I want to get your reaction to it. And they relate to Bill Barr. Um, I want to show you first two videos of Bill Barr uh, this past weekend, giving you know, doing the media rounds and basically saying Donald Trump should be worried about his theft of the confidential records. Donald Trump can't control himself. Then I want to show you Donald Trump's post that he made about Bill Barr. Now, Bill Barr is someone who did all of the dirty work for Donald Trump, covered up all of Donald Trump's crimes, threw you in solitary confinement for 51 days because you were writing a book, which is the most despicable violation of our constitutional rights, like literally throwing someone who was trying to tell the truth in solitary but now Bill Barr is on the receiving end of Donald Trump's threats and attacks and all of that. So let me show you this first clip of uh, Bill Barr over the weekend where he basically says Donald Trump can't control himself. So we'll show you this one first. What, what, what about the way he's gone after the judge and the judge's wife and the judge's daughter uh, made those deeply personal attacks on the Manhattan DA? I mean, is this is this appropriate behavior for any defendant, let alone a former president? I, I don't think it's appropriate or wise. I mean, the president is notoriously uh, lacks self-control and he frequently gets him, himself into trouble with these midnight tweets and other things. The thing with the baseball bat, for example, was uh, very imprudent of him to do in the middle of the night. And, uh, you know, these are gratuitous comments that are particularly helpful let me show you this next clip of him though where he says trump's got a lot to worry about on the confidential document that play this clip so you mentioned the other cases there's at least three other criminal cases you have the two brought by the special prosecutor the case in georgia you know, january 6 classified documents obstruction of justice what, what do you think uh, if you were advising uh, the former president which obviously you're not which, which would you be most concerned about? I'd be most concerned about the document case in Mar-a-Lago uh, because from what I can see, uh, and, and, you know, the, you know when, it, when it first came out, a lot of Republicans manned the ramparts and were dumping all over the FBI and the government. Uh, and as the facts have come out, as I suggested when I spoke about it, the FBI was opposed to conducting the search. They weren't involved in launching the search. But also, uh, those steps were taken after a long period, about a year and a half, of trying to get the documents from him, which he had no claim to. He had no claim to those documents, especially the classified documents. They belonged to the government. And uh, so I think he was jerking the government around, and they subpoenaed it, and they tried to jawbone him uh, into delivering the documents. But... Uh, 
government is investigating the extent to which games were played, and there was obstruction in keeping the documents from them. And I think, think that's a serious uh, potential case. I think they probably have some very good evidence there. Then you show Donald Trump's post, and I'll have you refer to all of them. Trump goes, slovenly and pathetic Bill Barr, our coward former AG, was on ABC Fake News this weekend making statement that he knows nothing about. He has long since gone from the White House. I wanted him out. Concerning the boxes host, hopes a continuation of Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 the Mueller witch hunt, and more. While he correctly puts down the New York DA case, he plays up the equally ridiculous boxes hopes where Biden should have a problem, not me. Barr is a weak and angry rhino. So, Cohen, given all of your experience here, I'm sure you have a lot to say. So let me start by saying that the statement that Donald Trump put out, and this is, this is painful to me as the son of a Holocaust survivor, this is, no, this is no bullshit. If you have an opportunity, over the weekend I was watching something called the Hitler tapes. It is the same exact language that Hitler employed in order you know, to rile people up. The same thing. Everything was fake news, fake news, um, you know, a witch hunt. I mean, the same language that they used in order to build the Third Reich. That's what Donald Trump is trying to do. Now, let me, let me go to, straight to this bloviated piece of shit, Bill Barr. All right. I want to be very clear. I have no regard for Bill Barr. I will, I will start to develop a scintilla of um, respect for this piece of shit when he comes out and actually tells something that we already don't know. Talk about yourself, you piece of shit, who went ahead and he orchestrated an unconstitutional remand against a United States citizen, meaning me, all right? I talk about it all throughout the book, Revenge, and I hope people read it so you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Bill Barr, through and with Donald Trump, right, at coordination with, direction of, and for the benefit of Donald Trump, did exactly that, had me unconstitutionally remanded and put back into solitary confinement, which brought my solitary confinement up to 51, um, 51 days. I mean, now all of a sudden this guy's coming up, well, I told Donald he lost the election, right? Uh, you're not welcome back into polite society. And then on top of that, yeah, you know, the, I think the worst case is the one, uh, Jack Smith's case of the stolen top-secret classified documents, yada, yada, yada. First of all, Bill Barr has no idea what documentation exists in any of these cases. And more importantly, why are we letting him or anyone rank which case is more relevant in terms of a crime than the other? It doesn't have to be a level four crime. It could be a level two crime. It doesn't have to be a level 10 crime. It could be a level six crime. Whatever. Why are we ranking which crime Donald Trump should be prosecuted for? He should be prosecuted for any and all crimes, no different than each and every one of us. All right. And I should know this because I was prosecuted for crimes I didn't even commit. So at the end of the day, yeah, it would be great for Bill Barr to come, you know, come on my on my podcast, Mayor Culpa. Let me ask you a series of questions. All right. He would never do that. He won't answer those sorts of questions. And what pisses me off, and I'm a big fan of Chuck Todd's. I, I've been on his show. Chuck Todd is a very, very serious, you know, um, questioner. Why he didn't ask about some of the things that he did for Donald. Right. 
Uh, I, mean, I just don't understand. Yes, I get it. You know, you want to stick with this because it's so current. What about everything else? You know, there's an expression. The only way to know your future is to understand your past. To put Bill Barr front and center there as if he's some sort of a talking head with some significant knowledge or with some uh, legal, you know, uh, precedent on what it is that's going on here. He has none of it. And if you want to really talk about somebody who should be a convicted perjurer and somebody who should be held accountable for violating the Constitution of the United States of America, it would be nobody less than Bill Barr, our former attorney general. And he needs to come clean himself about what Donald told him to do and the fact that he did it. Powerful response there. You know, and I'll uh, go one step further. Thanks to people like Bill Barr, you know, my safety, and we talked about this last time, and I just want to bring it up, my safety remains in jeopardy. All right? It's uncomfortable. You know, there's still these 25, 28%. It's a big enough number, you know, where I have to be careful where I go at what times um, I don't walk with my family or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's very uncomfortable. And all for what? for coming forward and for providing testimony and providing truth to power, as I stated before, being the David versus Goliath. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, the trade-off. And so I understand when Bragg is concerned, and I understand why he filed this 50-page complaint, and I understand why other members of the prosecutorial team, not just here in New York, but Tish James, uh, are unsinkable attorney general or Fannie Willis or Jack Smith or anybody, any of the witnesses, because that's what Donald Trump does. He acts like a mob boss and he's sending a message. He's sending it through these, you know, MAGA maggots uh, and so on that are willing to do stupid shit like what they did on January 6th. So, you know, it's uneasy. And that's why somebody like Bill Barr, has the ability right now to come clean and to help to put an end to this fucking nightmare once and for all. You know, and what you do with mob bosses, that's why we have RICO statutes, conspiracy statutes, and, you know, ultimately the mob bosses will, you know, flex their muscle. They'll try to do, you know, all the things that we're seeing here that Donald Trump and these MAGA Republicans are doing. To your point, as you're watching these shows about Adolf Hitler, what Donald Trump is doing is right out of the Hitler playbook. It's right out of the Mussolini march on Rome. I mean, look at the insurrection. The January 6th insurrection was modeled on the march on Rome. You could almost draw a direct historical parallel. And then even the aftermath of how MAGA Republicans are trying to reinvent what took place on January 6th as this positive thing with the J6 choir. It is utterly despicable, but folks, brigaders, it's okay to be like a little exhausted, but you gotta, we can't be an exhausted majority. We have to be kind of a vibrant, we have to be a majority that talks about these issues. There are far more people in this country who support our democracy, who support the messages that we're talking about here on Political Beatdown that Michael Cohen talks about on Maya Culpa that we talk about on all our other programming on the Midas Touch Network. And it's important that we talk and we talk about and appreciate intelligence and compassion and humanity and 
um, the importance of intelligence and passing policies that really matter to people, um, and we've got to call out and bring to light and illuminate all these MAGA Republican uh, conspiracies, all of the hate they're spreading, so that we can recognize it and you can help be the messengers, the brigade, to get out the truth. You know, you are the most important ingredient to the political beatdown series because when Michael Cohen and I share these conversations with you, one, we're inspired by you to share them in the first place, but two, after you watch this, you know, we rely on you to share these videos and to share the podcasts um, with friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, people in the community, because you're the best messenger of the truth. And so um, this is not some top-down, sterile network or show. This is a movement, and it is a movement led by you. And Michael Cohen and I are just happy to be messengers in this movement and to share this time with you each and every uh, political beatdown episodes that uh, we do. Make sure you subscribe to the audio political beatdown as well. That helps with the algorithm. So if you're a YouTube watcher, please, at the end of this, subscribe on audio and leave a five-star review on the audio podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, just search Political Beatdown and hit the subscribe button. Also, check out Michael Cohen's other podcast, the Mea Culpa podcast. It is great. Nothing but uh, the truth. Subscribe to Mea Culpa as well. Check out store.midastouch.com for the best pro-democracy gear, including the Marilardo Correctional Facility shirt, the official Mea Culpa podcast shirt sold exclusively at store.midastouch.com, 100% union made, 100% made in the USA. And make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We are on our way to 1.5 million subscribers, which we hope to hit by this summer, thanks to your support. Michael Cohen, always a pleasure to host these shows with you. Um, and to all the brigaders out there, thank you so much for your support. None of this is possible without you. Keep on brigading. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellas from the Midas Touch Podcast, joined by Michael Cohen. Shout out to the Midas Mighty.